This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the midway point in your international break. And what a lovely international break it is when you're second in the table and your manager just got manager of the month. Smug mode, engage. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. So, Craig, let's do a bit of therapy. I need a bit of therapy, and I, I feel that you're the man. So the problem with me is I'm, I'm like a lover who's really giving and I'm scared of getting hurt right so I come on here Craig every week and I say this has been the best three months ever this has been the best five months ever this has been the best seven where are we now eight months since Valentine's Day um am I just in self-preservation mode here and do I need to move as an Ipswich Town fan from this enjoy it while it lasts mode into hang on a minute we're actually quite good we've got loads of points now i'm just scared of getting hurt if i do that craig what's your take jesus christ almighty what sort of question is that first I'm, yes i'm, I'm fine very, thank you I'm thank, very thanks for asking I've, I've had a lovely craig. i've had a lovely day no one cares how you are solve my problems oh okay well crikey how long is this podcast <laughs> oh, um, that's that's excellent i'll give him that Woo! one um, yeah, it's it's oh Christ, let's just ride the wave. Who cares if it's going to end anytime soon? You know, let's hope it carries on regardless. That you know, I think I was thinking about this actually a couple of pods ago, and Joe sort of alluded to it in one of his closing um, statements. Is you know, you enjoy it now because we're we're very. Um, it happens very often that you don't realise what's happening until you look back when things have gone to. I'll cross going to swear then Rich will tell us off. When things have gone badly, you look back and think, crikey, we had it good then, didn't we? Do you remember those times? Blah, blah, blah. Enjoy it now, yeah? Let's just, you can look at the league table, look at the performances, enjoy the football, but do it right now. Let's not wait for something to go wrong to look back and think, God, we had it good then, didn't we? Do you understand my misgivings though, Dave? I'm, I'm looking at this now and at this points total and I probably, like a lot of Ipswich fans, have done a lot of maths in my international breaks and projected a lot of things and they all look really good. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm almost, there's never going to be a change point for me. Before you answer that, Dave, I just say a big thank you to Gary, who's in the chat. Welcome everybody to Blue Monday podcast. Um, by the way, if you're live in the chat, thank you, Gary, 10 pounds on the super chat. Very, very kind. I um, if you're listening on audio, by the way, you can come and join us um, for free. You don't have to be as benevolent and lovely as Gary has um, just been. Um, but yeah, you can come and join us each and every Sunday at 8 p.m. Dave, can't remember what the question. No, I can. Um, <laughs> ben, I think this perhaps coincides with our our little podcast, isn't it? We started what eight seasons ago. Now we have we've had to wade through so much 
crap, really, haven't we, over these past few seasons up until yeah, maybe a year, yes, a year ago, maybe, but certainly you know, up until perhaps the last the last eighteen months, that's not been a bit that's not been necessarily fair on Kieran McKenna because it had started before then. But um and now we now we have it. I mean, I agree with Joe and what, what Craig was alluding to then. You've just got to embrace it and enjoy it. And Funny enough, I only spoke about this on Thursday. And sad occasion, um, one of my old friends passed away. I mentioned it on the pod a few weeks ago. It was his funeral on um, on Thursday, and a good few of us um, got together of a, of a similar age, similar vintage, um, and we used to follow the town all over the place back in the Robson era. And we've subsequently said after that, my God, we took it for granted. How how much did we just take this for granted that year in year out? And I think, um, and that's 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 very true but now you have just got to ride the wave and enjoy it and and I know being an Ipswich fan and I've got mate I've got one of my close friends a West Ham fan and he's just the same with West Ham you know obviously on a different level Christ they won in Europe last year they're probably you know again having a good start the season but he's just waiting for it to all go tits up (laughs) um and we've we've been used to with Ipswich over the scenes we've seen it but why would it? Why? Why? How? Why? Why would it now? You know, I mean, literally, I'm and, I, and I'm being with a foot in 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 that sort of ultra pessimistic camp before now. But I mean, I just you just got to be convinced by it because it is. It's not like Shrewsbury three or four seasons ago, is it? You know, you have to believe it because it's it's just brilliant, isn't it? You just week in, week out, you're just seeing it, seeing it develop. Um. By the way, guys, there is a poll going. We will say we tonight we're going to go over um, a couple of news bits. We'll go over the last month, not in granular detail, but hopefully in what we learned in in, in kind of the way we did before for the um, sort of August reviews. And we will have a look ahead at next month. So the poll in the live chat at the moment is how many points are you expecting um, <laughs> from the next block, which is five games, uh, 0 to 3, 4 to 7, 8 to 11. 12 to 15 the maximum um, which you all know anyway so get voting in that and we'll we'll bring that in later but um craig it's, it's difficult when you're talking about manager of the month because there is nothing that arranges football supporters like the manager of the month um, award um sometimes teams that have scored one point in six games their fans still think oh he should have been in with a shout this month look at what he's had to put up with um and then you have all this nonsense about curses and um <laughs> fun, fun. i wish he didn't win and all of that but kieran mckenna is um the manager of the month we should point out to our leicester city friends that they did only play four games in the calendar month of september but they didn't lose one to hull um craig the other nominees were errol Ballou of cardiff that's he'd probably be my second spot given mm. transfer embargoes and expectations liam rossinia who was Beaten by Kieran McKenna and good old Tony Mowbray, who I believe, if he got 12 points, must have been the only other manager to pick up four wins, given that Leicester played Blackburn one day after September ended. What's your take on the um, Manager of the Month award? I, I thought it was a bit of a shoe in, to be honest. Yeah, well deserved, wasn't it? And as you say, the, um, the other um, competitors or nominees were. Managers of teams, apart from Murray, that we'd beaten. So, you know, you would have thought that McKenna already had, had one up on those guys as well. It's just, it's a nice thing. It's a nice recognition. You know, we, we haven't been short of um, acknowledgement and recognition, have we, really, since uh, since the season got going. 
Um, it just adds another another layer to it. Um, but obviously, as ever, the managers um, equally effusive about the uh, the backroom staff and the coaching staff, and there does it does seem from the outside looking in to be an absolute team effort, doesn't it? You know, when you um, there was the good uh, town podcast, wasn't there with um, with Lee Grant and who was the other guy? Charlie was it Turnbull? Charlie, yeah, the other guy who was on mm-hmm. there, um, and that was a that was sort of back that up in that um it's a team effort everyone's together the the coaches the assistant manager the manager the analysts as well you know it's it's just one huge well um defined well sculpted that you know mckenna's put together this um pretty um a team i was going to say crack squad of uh <laughs> of um coaches intellectual coaches and it's say it's as dave was sort of saying there about he can't see that it's um Pretty much, Dave just guaranteed promotion by saying he doesn't think this is <laughs> yeah. this is going to um, this can't fail. What? But but you don't see anything happening by chance, do you? Um, you know, no. everything's happening as a sort of being planned out. If you see what I mean, there's nothing happening. Um, you know, we're not going through game thinking, crikey, we were lucky to scrape a scrape a one nil there or s- scrape a win there. You know, things are happening methodically, and at the moment, um, teams are fingers crossed struggling to sort of um, quell us. Dave, obviously the guys that do give the manager a month award, they've got to look at the, you know, the table for that month and the points. But I think we can, you know, I'm starting to call him Mr. Midas McKenna because we can look at a lot of other things where you you put the table and the the points accumulation to one side and things like team selections and players being dripped in and substitutions all going right. Um, There's there's more to it than just you know, freeze the table for September and who got the most points. Do, do you agree? It is. It is remarkable. Also, what you have to throw into the mix there is, don't forget, is the win over Wolves as well, of course, um, which was just, has to be fact, factored in. I suppose in. it does if that's the EFL Cup and it's the EFL well, I guess it must be, surely. Month, yeah. Kind of. Um, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you are right. He, he certainly, uh, this certainly in the recent weeks, um, yeah, the sort of Midas touch. I mean, you know, he, he brings on Brandon Williams at halftime against Huddersfield and he scores the equaliser. Um, all four substitutes had a hand in, in the, what, the fourth goal. I mean, it five. is just five, oh, five, sorry, he had a hand in the, in the fourth goal last week. However, that's a reflection more on the size of the size and depth of the squad, isn't it? And the strength you're just bringing off, you know, bringing off the bench. But I just think it's just, uh, just the whole belief around the club, the good feeling. Why, you know, I don't see any reason why. Look, you're always going to have games when a penalty decision goes against you or a, you know, tight game, deflected free kick, something like that. Um, you're always going to get that over the season. You are. But as, as Craig said, just the planning and everything that goes into it is just so meticulous now. And the confidence levels and the belief is so high that, Look, that look. It's, I mean, spoiler alert. We're going to get to it in a minute. But eight points clear. Of, only played eleven games. Eight points clear of third place. It's it's just it, it is a. Um, Rich has said it. Described it before. It's like a juggernaut, and it is. It really is. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't really know what, what, how, how else to sum it up. Really, it's just you know. Oh, oh look, we 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 are hopeful going into the season with the momentum we finished last season. I think we're all hopeful of a. Half decent, half decent start to the season. Looking at the fixtures, the first few fixtures, but you couldn't have, you couldn't have dreamt this. No way. 
I want to just, um, before we talk about England versus Australia, for strange sure. reasons, the Nipswich Town podcast, yeah. Craig, I want to just pick up on something Dave said, uh, because um, obviously in my capacity on, on the other YouTube channel, I speak to a lot of championship fans, and Dave mentioned squad depth, okay, Craig, and what the naysayers, and um, some naysaying has kernels of truth in Craig, some is just, you know, confirmation bias to try and make other fans feel better about their own team and, you know, that sort of thing. We, we all do it, don't we? But what I'm hearing is, oh, winter, injuries, blah, 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 regression to the mean, fine, get all of those. And I'm also hearing squad depth, right? And I accept that in terms of um, money ploughed into a 25-man squad, Ipswich don't touch Leeds or Southampton or Leicester or Norwich or Watford or blah, blah, blah. But when we're talking about squad depth... Surely this is more to do with players who are, you know, and you and I had a um, big argument about Marcus Harness, which I think I probably need to concede defeat on now, don't I, after the past month. But depth, surely, Craig, is more about players who are able to come in and play the system at a similar level to the first team rather than we've got a five million quid winger on the bench, right? Yeah, exactly that. And I was, as you were as you were chatting there, I was sort of trying to formulate who the who our depth would be um, made made of. And you pretty well, it's Ladapo who came in for Hurst and and scored um, scored two goals, didn't he? When he came on as a as an early sub, um, so you know, with all goodwill in the world, Freddie Ladapo's arguably a, a lower championship um, player, top of League One player. Jack Taylor, another one of your squad players. You know, has played in the championship before, but you would probably concede that he's again a top League One player yet to really prove it in the championship. Marcus Harness, as you say there, Ben, again a top League One player, but they're v- coming very in very fit for purpose. Marcus Harness, hundred <laughs> uh, percent, but they're, they're coming in doing their job. Um, you know, and you're not really noticing much much of a dip in uh, in performances. But as you say, Ben, that's because. These guys have been coached. They've been drilled. They they know their job that they're due to do week in week out, and it's proven that you know the players that they're replacing aren't necessarily top championship players, are they? Yeah, you because know, they haven't yet proven it in the championship week in week out. But it just goes to show it's 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 again the coaching behind the scenes that you're not really noticing much of a a dip. It's a seamless transition for these guys when they come in. So I think you're absolutely right, Ben, in that it's it's the players coming in knowing their jobs rather than them being a £10 million sub that you can bring on. And Dave, isn't it nice to hear the um, fans of the other teams go into these generic, nondescript, oh, there's a long way to go. Well, people will still be saying that in March, there's a long way to go. We we, we always hear that. Um, and but- Craig's quite... Craig's quite right there. You I mean you could have the biggest squad, of, biggest squad that you want, but if they're not fit for purpose, then what's the point? But these players are, and it's almost seamless. I still maintain. There's one player, there's still, for me, there's one, maybe two, because, I mean, I think Hurst has been outstanding in the last three games, absolutely outstanding. He's such a, when you, when you look at it over the last three games, I include the Huddersfield game in that, he's such an important player for us. He really, really is Hurst. And I think he's just, he's, he's just, his touch and everything else is coming on leaps and bounds. Sammy Morsey at this moment in time is on a different level. And you can't, he, he is the one player at the moment that you can't, effectively replace and not just saying because you know Huddersfield it was a you know difficult game at Huddersfield you know it was a difficult game at Huddersfield Craig was there you know conditions and everything else I mean you you do miss his drive midfield but I think any other game he he would be the one that that, that at this moment in time I don't think we've got an effective replacement for but pretty much 
other than Craig again said Ladapo for Hurst, I would say we're pretty well covered right through the squad. I mean, who would have thought going into game 12 and we've got um, last year's what EFL League One goalkeeper of the season, what got the golden gloves, etc. And he's he's not going to get a game. He's not going to get a game. That'll come up in the questions, I'm sure, Dave. <laughs> Can I just recommend, and this is relevant to Ipswich, just when Dave was talking about George Hurst there, um, if anyone hasn't seen it, do check out Daniel Farker, the Leeds manager's answer, when he's asked about who plays number nine. He's got Joel Pirro and Jorginho Roots, you know, first world problems. He gives the most brilliant description of what he wants from his number nine, and he could be talking... Yeah. About George Hurst, not Jorginho, Jorginho um, Ruta, who is a 35 million euro um, player. Um, so we need to talk about England versus Australia. Craig, did you have a little bit of a panic when um, Ollie Watkins um, went through a little bit late on Cameron Burgess early in that one? But um, just anything Ipswich aside, how brilliant for Cameron Burgess. Everyone's watching this game. It's international break. It's Wembley. It's England. And he's in the starting lineup, Craig. Yeah, exactly. I must admit, hands up, I watched the first 10 minutes and thought, no, no, I'm not having much of this. So I, I switched <laughs> over and watched something else. But from just imagine what it's like from his perspective. You know, he's been brought in from uh, Accrington, sort of had a bit of an iffy start. People sort of questioning his, his place in the team. Oh, I did. I did. In League One, yeah. um, by the way. And then, you know, the, we're talking about the team team in general for the last eight months or so, nearly eight months to the day. Um, but from his perspective, to be, you know, in early early this year, to be thinking, well, by the end of this year, I'll be a, a regular championship starter and I'll be uh, playing for my country uh, against England at Wembley, thanks very yeah. much. So him, him and his family and, you know, close friends and that just must be absolutely ecstatic. Sorry, can I just stand corrected there, Craig? It was Conor Gallagher, not Ollie Watkins. My bad, I was... I was worried about that he was going to be marking Harry Kane, but he was marking Ollie Watkins. But Romeo is, is correct there. Sorry, continue, Craig. I'd say you both know better than I because I wasn't watching it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so I'd say from his perspective, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And it's nice for the club to have some recognition that, you know, these guys are going away and um, playing international football. Uh, Dave, some um, Welsh players in action as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, against the might of, um, no disrespect, of course, but against the might of Gibraltar. Um, totally disrespected them, mate. Yeah, I know, totally. Didn't I diss them there? In, literally, went, yeah. In, in a, Nick in a McCarthy's Island struggled against uh, Gibraltar, if I remember right. Good point, rightly. good point. In a backhanded kind of way. Um, yeah, shame you, about Wes mate. Burns, although, yeah, sort of, although he, I did see something, did I see something on Instagram or something that he's... Um, He's over in Dubai or somewhere, so maybe maybe it's not and as this bad. Is a is it? Shoulder problem, Dave. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it might have popped out, but you'd have thought if he's, you'd have thought he'd been having intensive treatment on it if it was anything sinister and serious. Let's hope that. Um, I mean, Broadhead was just excellent. Well, I mean, his goal was just a joke, was it? I don't know. It's only Gibraltar we say that, but so disrespectful. Just, just so, you know, I've done it twice. Sorry, <laughs> um, sorry, all our jib listeners out there. <laughs> but um, they don't like the cut of your jib. Oh, he's done it. But, um, I mean, what a goal. It was just such a typical broadhead goal. It dropped his shoulder. I just thought, I'll place this in the top corner then. And uh, just didn't look out of place. However, tonight, I think I saw that, obviously, Burns isn't there. And I think he's on the bench tonight, I believe, I saw earlier on. So, not not too disappointed about um, about that, really. But, yeah, just getting back to Burgess, as Craig said, absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? Shame for Luongo, though, at Wembley, that mm. he didn't at least get a 
some game time for God's sake. But um, yeah, I mean, Ben, you did a watch along. That must have been painful to keep that going, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh my God. <laughs> I Holy think you're describing moment. all of my watch-alongs there, are you? Oh, well, no, not at all, but oh my word, that was dross, wasn't it? But look, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure it'll be different against... Dave, um, Luongo would have known that he wasn't coming on, wouldn't he, if it's a friendly? You they would, would have, you, you all would out, have thought they? so, and have they not got another game, I believe, this midweek? I believe, yeah, oh, the big Oh, the big grudge the match, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, you'd think he'd figure in that, but... Uh, yeah, no, I don't think Broadhead did his international. Um, although maybe even you know he looks so good, a bit surprised. Well, hopefully there's nothing sinister in that, but a bit surprised that he's only on the bench tonight. To be fair, because he looked excellent. Um, before we go to the next um, segment, please do vote in the poll. Don't know about you, Dave. I think I might like to hear a bit of an anecdote about Gatwick Airport at six in the morning from Craig Finbo. Yes, oh. it, yes, absolutely. Ooh. Crikey. So, this is good, guys. Um, well, oh, this is a scoop, up guys. This, this, this is, is great. I love it. This is not Peter Ustinov. Um, <laughs> I, I had to fly over for work. I had to get over to the Channel Islands early doors on Thursday. So Ooh. I was in Gatwick Airport at 6 a.m. Um, went up the escalators to get something to eat from one of these horrific uh places um and was heading down again to find which gate i was at and i was coming down the escalators and this very dapper slender silver-haired man was um sort of trudging towards his gate quite quickly as it goes got to the bottom and it was mr mick mccarthy looking yeah he looked looked nice smart as a pin he was he was um got his rucksack on he was heading off to two straps straps. brilliant love it yeah Yeah. um so I'd quickly shout out to him, Mr. McCarthy, would you mind if I have a photo with you? I'm an Ipswich Town fan. He said, yes, 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 no problem. He goes, you must be loving your football at the moment. He was very complimentary. I said, yeah, of course I am. Thank you very much. Shake of the hands, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I asked him where he's off to. He's off to Portugal. I believe he has a place out in Portugal, doesn't he? Um, I asked, said, are you going to play a bit of golf? He said, yes, I'll manage to squeeze in a, a few rounds while I'm out there. So, yeah, if you, if you need to get hold of Mick, he's probably currently still over in <laughs> the Algarve somewhere yeah absolutely um yeah lovely guy I say he was he was you know very complimentary about Ipswich in the short t- time I had to speak to him but I say he was off to find his gate so I shook his hand once more and let him uh, let him go sensational um and if you do want to hear Mick in less prickly form than we were used to him look at us we're all so chilled out now we've all let it go haven't we hey um check him out on Sam Allardyce's podcast with Natalie Pike because he does an hour with Big Sam to be fair he doesn't get to say a lot because um Mm. Big Sam is holding court let's just say but well worth listening to right guys keep voting in the poll how many points are town gonna get in the next five game block we're gonna have a look back at September but first A big thank you to Innovation Labs. And here is a message from our sponsors. Innovation Labs is business hub and co-working space with strategic locations across Suffolk. Our aim is to foster innovation, entrepreneurship, business growth, and the development of an AI centre of excellence in Suffolk. Monthly hot desks are available from just £79. For more info, head to innovationlabsgroup.com or contact info at innovationlabsgroup.com. Innovation Labs, providing support for businesses across Suffolk. Locations in Stowmarket, Ipswich, Sudbury, Woodbridge, with more to follow. 
Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you and are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. All right, Dave, let's have a look back then at September. We don't want to go kind of blow by blow. On the excellent championship check-in podcast on mm-hmm. Thursday, Dave, Sam Parkin said to me, mm-hmm. if Ipswich get where they might be going, are we going to look back at September as the kind of coming out party where the world started to take them quite seriously. Um, we'll, we'll go into the games, but just just start me off on that um, narrative, Dave. Well, I think you're right. I'll take, I take you back, Ben, to the beginning of that, well, to the end of um, the end of August. And I think we had a very similar conversation and you laughed. No, mocked at me, mocked me, mocked. Is this, is this make Ben apologise? I've already yeah, apologised to honestly, Craig I'm about being wrong about Harness. But I think you should profusely apologise. Well, I apologise. You, I believe I did say three game some, week, yeah. somewhere in the region of 12 or 13 or somewhere like that. I don't know. And then, then, and then you laughed at me so hard. I think I might have backtracked and said, you oh, did. Yeah, I... two points a game would be decent. That, that's fair. bullying, isn't it? I'm yeah, sorry. you bullied me into changing my thought process. Yeah, you're right. But um, but no, I, th- I mean, I think he's right. We you know what an absolute superb. Um... Some brilliant uh, Mick McCarthy quotes in the in the chat here. By the way, <laughs> keep them <laughs> belligerent, <laughs> bonkers. Every point's a prisoner. Be <laughs> careful what you wish for. As Tremendous long stuff. as they don't use the the two word comment from Norwich. Oh, the Fox tro- Oscar from Mister um, Badger. From um, him a point, he wouldn't have even got on the plane. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, sorry, Dave. Um, so September did start with an international break, and we had the um, we had the sort of big turnaround victory um, yeah. against Cardiff. But tee us up, Dave, with this three game week where I did shoot you down for predicting nine yeah, points. It was just, it was just I mean, I think um, first game of those was like Sheffield Wednesday, wasn't it? When I where I think that yeah, that well, still still are down there, aren't they? But with, which we pretty much I wasn't. Did I see that? I think I might have seen that game from somewhere in Europe anyway, um, which we're absolutely dominant. The, the Got, Channel Islands where, where Craig was looking Craig after was, all your sorry, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. absolutely <laughs> dominated, didn't we? And 1-0 one, one really, really certainly um, flattered, flattered Sheffield Wednesday, I think. it could have Dave, been can I just add the context there that obviously oh. since then um, they've pulled the plug on Cisco. Yes, they new, have. New manager in, so... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Who's um usurped our manager now as youngest in the EFL? Thirty-four. Crikey, he's a nay. He's a child. Child. <laughs> um, um, but with pretty good credentials by the look of it. Um, yeah. So that was yeah a good a good solid win at Sheffield Wednesday. Real. I don't think I think I'm sure I'm right in saying they didn't even have a shot on target. I don't think all game. Um, one nil. Um, that standard Davis Chaplin. Davis Davis assist Chaplin, and then um. Off to um off to Southampton in the middle of the next week, wasn't it? I think yeah, that's right, isn't it? 
I think. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and again, another another hard fought another hard fought win. Obviously, and a Southampton team selection masterpiece, frankly. A team even yeah. So this was, the first, this was the first, if you want to call it rotation, as um, such. Taylor got a start, and fun enough, we spoke about Taylor previously and didn't really impress, did he? Not not that much, but certainly a couple of players that did impress that day. Harry Clark probably had his best game for town almost to date, I'd say, and Hutchison was very very good. You know put the goal to one side he was absolutely excellent wasn't he um good again like he made a good save second half i think from shea adams and yeah in, in the end saw that one out quite um quite comfortably also uh, do you want to come in on the um just uh, keep that week going there craig and the another mad high scoring game and we can you know we can talk about this probably come up in the questions to be fair but but the blackburn win and um yeah just things unfold in in an unfathomably perfect way <laughs> yeah that's right and as, as dave said there uh, about clark's performance at uh, southampton williams also had a good game didn't he he was yeah. uh started on left didn't he um because yeah. davis yeah of course davis, davis. Had, yeah had kyle walker peters who's very good as well they were up yeah against, that's yeah. right but what clark did is he he popped over to the left didn't he when williams eventually ran out of steam um clark went over to left and did a job over there didn't he and then he followed that up with a with his first goal at Portman Road um, against against Blackburn, that shot from the edge of the area, and so that was a that was a good game to watch. That went a bit of a ding dong. Um, I was quite impressed with Blackburn actually in terms of their attacking mm. um, oh. intent. Um, Smodic, as he always does, um, scored against us, but it's nice to have a you know, get one over him um, at last. Um, but yeah, so we, we were sort of back back to our uh, you know we we. Um, Brought some players in during the week, but then swapped them out again for the for the weekend because Broadhead had come back in, hadn't he? As well, he obviously scored um, from the edge of the area. A um, couple, I say, a couple of um, goals in between. But it's, but again, we didn't. It didn't feel like we weren't ever ever in control of the game. So I mean, you, and and it's been quite um, noticeable and understandable, really, that even when we do get pegged back, the the crowd is still. But Craig, Behind isn't that our PTSD in the crowd going, oh, this is the bit where Ipswich mess it up and <laughs> Kieran McKenna's just not got that stain on him, has he? No, exactly that. Exactly that. And we've seen us come back before. So, you know, our our recent muscle memory is we're going to be okay here sort of thing. And I think that's just helping the the environment and the atmosphere and it's it's sort of um, building up from there. So, yeah, and that was obviously the game where um, Massimo scored his, his half volley to... Uh, to win the game so yeah again as as Dave was saying you're just roll you're just rolling on now aren't you you're just the the confidence is just rolling from game to game to game and you know, bringing back Rich's Rich's juggernaut analogy yeah, and Dave, right. this this you're EFL right. Cup game against Wolves is so funny that when you're down in the down in the dumps and you're not winning games these EFL Cup games become a, a barometer for how bad things are but when you're doing well all of a sudden you change a load of players, come back from 2-0 down and win, Mad, and it? win it was... 3-2. It just seems to be a microcosm of what's going on in the league all the time, isn't Absolutely it? Absolutely crazy. You know, you, you're 2-0 down in 15 minutes. And to be fair, really hadn't got hold of the ball at all. You think, ah, OK, this is what it's all about. We've made, to be fair, we made 10 There's the next level. We, yeah, yeah. Which, which, to be fair, one of the earlier games, maybe the game against Cardiff when you're 2-0 down, you're always thinking, ah, oh, OK, all right, so this is, this is really where we are. But, um, 
yeah, you know, got got two goals, got two goals back, and that really another nice goal from from Hutchison. And then, well, I mean, the, the goal that wins it is just madness. <laughs> Taylor um, just sort of gets the ball out of his feet and thrashes one in the you know in the roof of the net from about twenty yards. I mean, it just sums it up to the to the Wolves side that what four days later beat Man City, admittedly with a with a, one or two changes, well, more than one or two changes. But I think with the core of the side. Wait a minute, for, Dave. Are you saying? <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. No, 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 I'm not. Football supports mathematics. No, no, no. Yeah, of course. But with, with so certainly, I think the core of the side, certainly Triori and uh, He Wang Chong, you know, the winger, um, certainly played against um, certainly played against Man City. So, yeah, again, it's just the belief and that whole momentum just just on it goes again. Um, and it's, it, it, I think they've looked at it as triple three game weeks, even though. You know, if they'd lost the Wolves game, Craig, it would have been, oh, okay, well, it's it's a rest, it's a free hit, use whatever language you're comfortable with. Um, and probably um, the most likely to lose was um, in that in that Huddersfield game, but the keeper played well and they found a way yeah. to, to get back to Ipswich for the two home games without having lost. And, you know, um, maybe we got new manager bounced a, a little bit, if you believe in that concept. Mm, yeah, I think we did, um, and uh, Dave was Dave was there as well at that one, uh, along with myself. Yeah, they're and, up for it. And just just quickly, sort of referring back to the Huddersfield game, what it as we were talking about earlier about squad depth, it it is allowing those guys to come in and have games and and get up to speed, isn't it? Edmondson um, did well that game in the in the Wolves game, um, and that helped him a oh. couple of games later because he started, didn't he, in, instead of Burgess? Um, and obviously Taylor started. Um, uh, sorry, come on that game for Evans. Um, so carried that into into the Wolves game. Uh, sorry, into the Huddersfield game. Um, but yeah, that Huddersfield game, we 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 were up against it. You know, in terms of conditions, in terms of the crowd being up for it, um, and as we will talk about, I'm sure Hlagke, um came to our rescue on more than one occasion. Um, but by hook or by crook, you know, we, I, I said after the um, after the Huddersfield game when I was on on the pod, I think that. Or maybe the one after after the whole game, we've shown in the space of one week or the space of three league games that we can win games in different different ways. You know, we can have a two and throw cut and thrust um, game. We can have a grind it out result, and we can have a pretty um, comprehensive game uh, win against against Hull. You know, we're showing various sides to uh, to our play and the way that we can achieve goal, uh, achieve results. But that Huddersfield before the game, we were probably all of wanted to win the, the run that we were on but you know half halfway through the game and certainly at 90 minutes i think we're all happy to take the point and just uh come back home yeah i mean uh, again again that huddersfield game morsey plays we win that game uh, without yes. a doubt it, yeah. it's just <laughs> yeah yeah that's his you know that was his that was his suspension but as craig said yeah it's brilliant to get a point and again um, this is how fickle football is. Clark was so brilliant against Black. You're very good against Blackburn. Very good against Southampton. Very good against Blackburn. Um, has a pretty torrid, I'd say, first half. Not quite at it first half against against Huddersfield. Um, substitute at half time for Williams, and now Williams is a fixture in the team. Stop it. And then you see, and so to to and a spoiler alert, or who saw it the other, you know, amongst ourselves, we were picking combined 11s from um, from now, and I think the George Burley era, and I think one or two put put Williams in the team now. Yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous how football can change within, um, 
you know, within the space of what, 10 days or so. But um, yeah, we've certainly, I know he's, he's only on loan, but my goodness me, we've got a player there, I think. Well, Dave, that gives me a good chance to plug the video 99-2000-23-24 combined 11 went out. I can't believe we're we're doing it considering the reverence for that team that um, oh. with a few tweets went on to finish fifth in the Premier League. But that's where we are. But as, as Craig was kind of alluding to, Dave, these three game weeks, especially when you go away, home, home, the context is set in the two home games. And, mm. you know, I know Huddersfield are 19th, but... If you're going to go back to back home wins, then that point is just lovely. No, it was a it was a big point. It really was because you know, and and I think we'll maybe get onto it in the questions. But Lackey was superb that day, and the point blank same save he made from what Redoni, I think, um, mm. used to think as we make the subs. I think that that, that yeah, basically keeps us in the game. Sense. That goes in. We're done. We're done at two 0 and um, yeah, it just shows agree. And and I think we, Craig and myself said last week or the week before that when we were on that. Um, that game goes on another five minutes. We're probably we're probably going to win that game. So um, yeah, um, so a lot yeah a lot of character, a lot of grit. Without Morsey, it was a you know with in same context with the two home games coming up. That was a yeah it was a good point, hard earned point that. Um, and I know Craig, we're out of the bounds of the September manager of the month chat, but just to wrap this up in terms of the whole period, exemplary, really good. I wasn't at the whole game, but I was at the. At the Preston game, Dave was waxing lyrical about the whole game. But Craig, in the in the back end of the first half against Preston, really, really good. We were puffing a little bit after half time, and they looked like they, they could do with the two weeks just to just to reset. But just seven goals, six points, bosh. Yeah, yeah. That that whole game, especially, was just I'd say, compre- comprehensive. Was was the word I used just now? And and it, how, it was, how good, Craig? I made mean, a decent. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're well coached, etc. But you know, that's when Edmondson came in and he played at uh, at Hull. Um, but then that that was the game where Clanky, I think, from a from a um, footwork perspective, if you like, that's when he came into him. That was his little dummy, wasn't it? Down on the uh, North Stand end, which which set us up for the Chaplin um, curler and he's through ball to Hurst, who pulled back just to quickly, harness. Just quickly, if I may, um, just cast your mind back to the first twenty minutes at Stadium of Light. And Flaggy's confidence mm. on the ball then compared to now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also, yeah, you know, as we may talk about, we may not talk about that it's going to be difficult, I think, now, having having thought about it for a week, to for Christian Walt to get immediately back into this team because Flaggy is now becoming instrumental to the way that we play. Um from the back there's a really good article i stuck it in the telegram chat it's a really good article on the athletic if people have got a a subscription to the athletic look it up um it's about i think uh what's the guy what's the guy name who does the uh, italian football james james richardson Richardson. no 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 he's long-haired mate who's always on oh james horncastle Horncastle. Yeah, I think it's one of his articles. And it's it's about a guy um, who used to play for uh, Deserby at Foggia, I believe, in Serie C, mm-hmm. who was a futsal player. And he used to control the ball with the sole of his foot. That's what he used mm-hmm. to do to control the ball. And he sort of persuaded Deserby to coach that into his players because it then allows you, rather than controlling with one of your feet and it therefore pushing out to one of the sides, you control it with your foot, you've got both options available to you. And that's sort of where... The whole, sorry, the whole Deserby um, style of play sort of comes from. So there's a really good article on that. And I see if you watch us play, that's what Claggy does. He'll stand with his foot on the ball. Wolfenden does it, stands with his foot on the ball, 
and they're waiting to be attacked. They're waiting for somebody from the opposition to break, and that's when the spaces appear. You know, that some people in churchmen may find it a little bit um, harem scarum, <laughs> um, but it's done on they're purpose. Take their money, Craig. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> As we said, he's no Will Norris. No, he isn't. Um, but to say, but he is now becoming integral. And if you read that article, you can sort of see mirrors, you know, mirroring our uh, style of play at the moment. So, so it's going to be absolutely intriguing to see how stroke if um, Christian Walton gets back into that team. I agree. Yeah, tough one. Nice. No, what, what a lovely, what a lovely issue to yeah. have. What a lovely and unseen. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even think no that, would you? No. No. Can I just I mean, say, was, over, well, there was the two last this couple of years, Dave. I've had Kane, Vincent Young as you know, it, oh, he's going to be the one we build around. He, he'll never be out of the team. <laughs> I've had Christian Walton as the, you know, he's going to be the one we build around. He's never going to be out of the team. Well, but we the think going, all said before the start of the season, the two key players, well, there's more, you know, obviously Broadhead, Chaplin, but two key players for me at the start of the season would have been Walton and Morsey. And, you know, Mo, you know, here Walton's got this, whatever it was, you know, this foot injury plant or whatever it is, um, going to be out for like eight weeks. You've, oh, this is no, no, no. And then, and then, as you quite rightly said, you saw the first 20 minutes of a very, very nervy start. Not unsurprisingly, you know, stadium alike first game of the season. But then again, you can't estimate, underestimate. He won us the points with that point blank save last kick of the game. 40,000 in, half an hour yeah, stoppage time. I mean, you know, 30 minutes, wasn't it? He, he wins us the points with that point blank save, you know, right at the end. And his confidence has just grown from grown from there, hasn't it? I mean, he's been many. We've conceded a few goals. Conceded, certainly conceded a few goals at home. And there's not many, I can't really think of any particular howlers in there. Can you really out and out shockers? Not yeah. really. A couple of deflections yeah. in there. and he certainly, well, it, the, the stats prove, though, don't they? He's saving yeah. far, far. Yeah. He's top of the league in terms of oh, there you um, go. Yeah. what the opposite of XG is, you know, the, the expected. Goals saves. prevented. Goals prevented. There you go. GX. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's tremendous. Um, yeah, no, he's. Um, Mate, he's, he's incredible. I, 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 yeah, he's been the biggest surprise for me. Uh, guys, we're going to um, go into the next block of games. You've still got a while to get in ahead of the boys and see what they say and vote in the poll. How many points from the next block of five? If you want to listen in now and see what the guys say, we go through the games. Nought to three, four to seven, eight to 11, or 12 to 15. And... Um, it is kind of a double three-game week again because of the uh, Fulham game. But essentially, in EFL terms, Craig, we've got a three-game week followed by um, Plymouth on the Saturday, followed by Birmingham on the Saturday. It's quite kind of a short little concise block. Um, so those are the fixtures, um, everybody. Rotherham away. And this is the flip reverse of the nice three-game week we had with Haaland, um, uh, Preston, at the back end of it. This is away, away home, which is less fun. So away to Rotherham, away to Bristol City. Uh, the return of our old friends Ooh. from last season. You make sure you give them credit, Craig. Plymouth Argyle. Um, there's the Fulham game um, in the midweek. Then it's off to Wayne Rooney's, Frank <laughs> Lampard's, Stephen Gerrard's, Birmingham City. Um, takes us the... Um, Sorry, excuse me. Sorry, one more after that. Yeah, Swansea is the five-game block. Excuse me, the next. Um, so it's five EFL games, six in total. Um, shall we have a have a little think about a points total, Craig? But just take me through um, 
that kind of uh, trajectory through to November 11 for the next international break? Yeah, well, again, it's yeah, without being, am I being disagreeable? I'm not. They're, these are, again, a good gauge of where we where we find ourselves in terms of championship teams. Aren't we? They're, they're not necessarily teams that you would have expected to be in the in the at the top. Potentially, Rotherham, you might have thought they should be at, towards the... Uh, Craig, if you're league. wondering, Dave's writing down the number three five times <laughs> Next on a piece of, of paper, them. yeah? Three, t- three times five is 15, Dave. Just to <laughs> no, I've, no, to be fair, I've got this on 16, and I'm not sure how... I think, I think, I think I've counted Fulham as a, as a league game. And that's we're how gonna... he does his expenses, ladies and gentlemen. Craig? <laughs> no. We're going to beat Rotherham so heavily, they're going to give us four all points. Is that what you're saying, Dave? All receipted, that is, those are. God, dear. Craig, Shame stop letting this hoodlum interrupt you. Sorry, Craig. Um, <laughs> yes, I, as I say, I think I think they're going to. It's going to give me another good indication of where we're at. Actually, the, the one I'm interested in, well, obviously, apart from Wayne Rooney's Birmingham, and see how quickly he can turn mm. those into a um, an underperforming uh, DC United. <laughs> oh, because, I'm not having that. Um, is the Swansea game because you know they they've started to. Um, Get going, haven't they? Uh, under Duff, you know the last uh, last few games, they've they've started to turn it around. We were talking about last week that they, I think they're the ones that are just behind us. Uh, them and Middlesbrough are the one teams that are just behind us, and Leicester in terms of the form table, the six match. He's ditched form the table. back three as well, Craig. So they're not going to look like the Barnsley team we played against last season. Mm, that's interesting because I say that just be interesting to see them and how they play, and you know if they're still on the same sort of run, that could that could be a real test, even albeit being at home. Um, but I'm quietly confident about um, certainly about the Rotherham game. Um, the the Mark Ashton derby might be uh, extra day yeah. with the Friday as well, Craig. Yeah, yeah. But 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 conversely, that may hamper us in terms of Luongo. I think someone was mentioning it in the telegram yeah, earlier. Yeah. If Luongo plays Tuesday Wednesday. or Wednesday, which mm. Wednesday is he is he going to be? If he starts and plays Good ninety point. on Wednesday, it's unlikely Nine. he'll be he'll be starting on um, on Friday. You wouldn't think. Uh, Dave, that um, this block of five, take the Fulham game out of it for for the time being. Oh, yeah, concentrate yeah, yeah. on the league. Look at that. That Swansea game could be quite easy on the eye, couldn't it? That could be quite um, quite a nice, um, a nice. I would be backing both teams to score in that game. Put it that yeah, way. that would be quite good. Um, our Plymouth game, you know, a little bit of spice, perhaps. Yeah, Over from last season, I think we love a bit of that. Um, no doubt, Barley Mumber will be getting loads of it. Um, well, at least should we just give him a goal now? Yeah, well, <laughs> it, yeah. he can start the game with his goal, can't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do you know, the, the, Bristol City away midweek isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. You know, Ashton Derby sort of thing again. That could be a bit. I, I, I mean, Rotherham. Look, we should be okay there. Plymouth at home. Whoa, Birmingham. Yeah, be interesting because Craig quite rightly said to see how um, see how they get on under. Um, under uh, Dave, Rudy. quickly, sorry to interrupt. What'll also be interesting is that Tilton stand. They're opening it at some <laughs> point. You wouldn't want to be the first team oh, playing not, there when that gets reopened, would not you? Not really. Not really. West Brom. I mean, again, West Brom. Uh, West Brom are sort of showing some signs as well. Millwall. Millwall are not really are having a bit of an average season. Ben, you expect more from them? I I did, but Dave, I'm going to focus you on the on the five game block to the next international break up to Swansea. Oh, okay, yeah, good point. Okay, so I see. Um, oh, you're laughing. I see. Uh, yeah. Can I, can I just <laughs> again, go... look, look, I don't go overboard here, but yeah. Um, again, if <laughs> we've all said about where we are now and the points we've got already, I mean, again, if you can take two points a game from oh. those. 
Well, Dave, you, like, can I just quickly say, do you know the magic number is actually four points from five games? <laughs> we'll take us to 32 crazy, from I mean, if you could 16, take, which is ridiculous because you know, that's if, really if, bad. If, if somehow you can, not somehow, because somehow, if you can take, take 10 points from those, then we'll be in a really, really strong position. But again, you know, you go into these games, you look at, we shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't be certainly afraid of any any of those games. I mean, there's no, can't see any Leicesters in there, or, or need I say, um, any other any other seventh place teams in there. So, <laughs> yeah, I um, quietly confident, but ten points would be would be lovely. Oh, wouldn't it? Mm. Uh, lovely. Ten points or over is the well. Ooh. And um, let me just bring the. Do you know what? I'll bring the the league table up um, just to kind of uh, back up my maths. And I suppose it is a bit silly. You know, we, we do track the two points per game. I think sometimes when you're doing the projections, Craig, you do forget it's a race and you have to react to what's actually happening in the race, not be adding up 10-year averages and and whatnot. Because um, and Dave was talking about third place. I think most of us are looking at fifth place, aren't we? And Leeds will not be judging this on, oh, we need to do this. They're going to be judging it on, we've got to reel these guys in as quickly as we as we possibly can but i mean uh, we'll we'll get the should we do the let's do the poll results first so uh, you can tell we're in Ipswich podcast 63% think 8 to 11 points so craig if you were to call that 8 points the thin end of that that would be 36 points from the first 16 games which um, so what is a win, win, draw, draw, loss? That wouldn't be the worst in the world and you'd still be on a brilliant total, Craig. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, and I think oh, I'm sort of along the similar lines to Dave, really. I don't, crikey, I can't really see us losing any of those games um, if you ask if you ask me right now. I've just had a quick look at Birmingham's uh, fixtures. We are their first Saturday home game. Um, under Wayne Rooney, they've got a. Okay. They're playing Hull um, this week. in a couple of midweeks time um, on a Wednesday, but we're with the first Saturday home game. So whether that affects in terms of the crowd and et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm penciling in ten, eleven points from these five games. And again, I mean, again, you know, ten points in those games, you, you've you've consolidated. First, you're or giving second, yourself a buffer, you? aren't you? You've got you've your consolidated buffer. first or second if you can take ten points. Yeah. yeah. Leeds, Leeds well, aren't gaining too much ground on us if we're collecting 10 points from these no. five games. Aren't yeah, they? if you're on, I mean, if you do get the magic 10 there, you're on 38. What's what's Leeds' maximum upside is 34, 34. isn't it? If they get all, all 15. So, you know, that's the that's the kind of um that's the kind of start we've we've given ourselves. And look, when when we talk about Leeds, Dave, it's um we're, we're very much playing the long game here and you kind of look at a year one parachute team with a two-time title winning manager in the dugout. They've got 17 points from their last eight, I think I'm right in saying. So if you roll out 17 over the next eight, probably going to be closer to, closer yeah, possibly. to, to us possibly, than they, but than I they mean, are now. They're going to be playing, no doubt, they're going to be playing some, you'd think they're going to be playing some top six teams. Norwich away. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Um, and they play. They go to Leicester on November third as well. Oh. So they, Leeds oh. will drop some points in this block. Well, but again, this is a thirty-five game block, Dave, and uh, this is where the whole thing—it's a race—comes into it. Because I think if you took most Championship fans and you said, "Right, you got thirty-five game block, 
and you've got Leeds and Ipswich, who's going to get more points? Oh, Most people are going to say Leeds. But we have a nine-point head start. Yeah, mm. no. <laughs> they need to get 10 more points than us. Yeah, they do. Yes. They really do. Yeah, yeah. It's... um. Yeah, what a lovely, lovely position we're in, aren't we? I think that's in, in summary, really. No matter how no matter how well you look at it and dice it up, um, we're looking pretty good. And big up the 30% of people who voted in the poll. 12 to 15 yeah. points in there. How many said zero to three? How many Only... votes is Joe allowed, exactly? <laughs> and this is Joe's predictions at the end of last season. Win, 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 win. Win, 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 win. Right, yeah. guys, we are going to go to some Q&A. Get your questions in via the comments for um, all, all three of us, actually. I might answer uh, one if, if I am allowed. Just stick a question mark after it. A Q before it is always really, really helpful. A um, little bit of pluggery pre-match um, live on Wednesday this week because we're playing on Friday night. So the pre-match will be live on Wednesday uh, pre the Rotherham game. And, of course, we are on the telly box on Friday night on Sky. So that should be um, very exciting. I will be at the game. I'm Ooh. very, very much uh, looking forward to this. Flagship, though, will still be at the usual time of 8 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, normal plugs as well at this point, guys. Um, please do subscribe and um, all that good stuff. Join us over on Telegram. Um, and... Uh, let's do a little bit of a test here. We've got 36 likes on this stream and lots more than 36 people watching. So um, if you could please hit the like button right now, see if you can get us up to 50. That would really, really help us out on YouTube. Um, we'll start with one directed to me. Will I be in the home end or the away end? Ooh. I'm going to go in the away end. I get enough grief from trying to sit on the halfway line. So I'll be in the away end. I'll sacrifice... Um, being five feet eight and not being able to five feet eight and a half and not being able to see the other other end of the pitch, Craig, who's like six foot nine or something. Um, <laughs> but yes, I will be in the away end. So um, do come and say hello if you see me. Um, what do you think, Kieran McKenna? This is the level at the moment to get into the questions. Craig prefers on his toast at breakfast. Got golden Midas honey. Oh, he's a poached egg man. Yeah, yeah. Kerry butter, Kerry butter, and and poached eggs. Ooh, get yeah, the protein. Yeah, nice. Um, mm. Annie, can we expect non-slanderous preview shows before Plymouth and Bristol City? <laughs> Probably not, but I think no. you might get away with a Bristol City one because it's on a Tuesday night. So <laughs> that might just be ten minutes at the end of the pod. But yeah, I point. suspect slander will be inevitable, Annie. So lawyer, it's quick. A quick uh, one for for Ah Robbins talk. Uh, is are they expecting a volatile atmosphere on the back of Ashton, or is it just a few shouty people on the internet from Bristol City's side who are mm. still upset mm. by Mark Ashton? You've opened Pandora's SHIT Ooh. box there, haven't you, Craig? Um, Matt, Dave, when do you expect to see two and Zabi come in the squad? Uh, Fulham in the Cup, can he play a role on Friday, especially if Burgess plays for Oz? I would think Fulham in the Cup. I don't see... Um... Well, yeah, Burgess. So, yeah, if that is Wednesday, as we as we said, so yeah, perhaps he may have a point there. But I would say that if Burgess comes through the, um, it, well, no, two and Zabi, no, I'd, I'd actually say perhaps yes, maybe in the squad. But if Burgess does play on Wednesday, maybe even we might see Edmondson again. Mm. Um, um, it, I'd expect two and Zabi for Fulham. I would expect. That's another uh, two and a half weeks away, though, isn't it? It's still that's a, true. It's a long yeah, way I mean, away, isn't it? injuries permitting. Who knows? 
Um, let's keep this moving. Uh, Norman, uh, if you choose one championship player from the teams we have played to put in our first team, who would you choose? Now, we always get people always go overly literal with this. Just pick the best player, Craig. It doesn't matter where they have to fit into our teams. And we have played Southampton and Leeds. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was on, I was um, sitting on a sun lounger in Turkey for the Leeds game, so I can't really um, choose one from there. Um, well, I was going to say Walker Peters, but we don't really need her. Oh, it doesn't matter. It, you, you, you're you essentially getting a thirty million quid asset if you have him. So um, yeah, uh, Dave. Yeah. I like. I must admit, it should be down there, but I quite. I, I do like Schmodix, To be fair, mm. yeah. I'll I'll just go for one of the massively expensive leads forward. So I'll <laughs> I'll go for Piru to um, be okay. backing up, be backing up George Hurst. Um, player of the year so far, Romeo, and this can be a two-word answer. I'll go for Leaf Davis. Craig, who are you going for? I'm going for Sam Morsey. And Dave, I assume you're going for the same. Yeah, I am. Boring. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. You should play the seat. Play the month every month, any really. Uh, every week. That should I mean, add up to is. player of the season, Craig. His, his levels are just off the charts if those awards are indeed fit for purpose um michael will we have norwich on toast this season i don't want to talk about that dave uh, no don't just defer <laughs> that into defer that until december just put it put it to the back of our minds try to I, I saw one of my norwich mates craig um at the weekend and he said right what's going to happen ben you're going to beat us twice you're going to finish third we're going to finish sixth and then we're going to beat you in the playoffs was his take can you imagine <laughs> i don't like that can you just imagine that? I can, I can, I can imagine it in seasons past. Oh, I'm, no, I'm no, no, right. Yeah, you're right. What am I talking? I've regressed. I've Apparently. regressed the game. Yeah, brutal. Um, Rich, England v Italy watch along on Tuesday. BB with a turd emoji. Yes, <laughs> I will. Be is that watching... to you or is that to the map? A bit harsh, Rich. Jesus. What can I do? I get Craig. I can only go with what I'm served yeah, up. Yeah, that but... might. The watch along may be turd, but yeah, come and come and join us um, and watch. And Ben. Um, you... We might get to see Jude Bellingham in that one, mightn't you? Watching Jude Bellingham is always a joy, and I always like watching Harry Kane um, yeah. as well. Um, Kieran, if McKenna stays, how many seasons till we do the treble? It's ridiculous, Kieran. Anyone answer that? Is that is that's a question? <laughs> that's a question. How many? What the, the treble? What the, include? We're we talking Champions League. What we're we talking domestic okay, treble? Are we talking no. Champions League? Oh no, um, I think I think we might be stretching it a bit there. Um, Craig, Kev, who will fill in for Burns if he isn't fit? Good question. Um, Hutchinson, I'd imagine he's done it um, suitably well um, before um, and since. Uh, yeah. There you go. You've got an answer there. If it was a Saturday, maybe just a bunch of Twitter nonsense on um, Bristol City. <laughs> I think someone pointed out, I said it was on a Tuesday. So of course, it's on a Wednesday, but my point still stands. There won't be a, a preview show. Um, Nick, most improved player this season. Dave, I'll go Gladke. Yeah, can't disagree with that. Craig? Yep. Um, <laughs> I think he's nailed that one. There you go. <laughs> so. Right, guys, thank you um, so, so much for joining us in the midweek um, international break, mid-international break podcast. How many times can I say mid without falling over it? Um, Dave, last word from you before we go into... Um, essentially back-to-back three-game weeks, if you count that, Fulham game, and a nice block of five games. It's, I think it was, was it six on the last one and then seven with the, so a little bit um, less intense. But um, 
How are you feeling as we go into this harem scaring period? Honestly, you know, now we've thoroughly put the sky hoodoo and particularly the sky sort of nonsense. Dave, curses aren't real. Stop it. Is it? To get, well, <laughs> look, it was there, wasn't it? So um, I'm fully expecting us to... I'm fully expecting three points at Rotherham and maybe... That, Dave, uh, that would be such a great way to... That gives you so much latitude for the Bristol City game. It would, it? it would, it would. Because, yeah, Bristol City, Tuesday night away... That one might not be quite so straightforward. So yeah, let's let's hope for three points. Uh, three points on Friday evening. Uh, last word from you, Craig. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with Dave. That's um, just in terms of the international breaks. You know, we we probably used a bit of momentum from last year to get to the first one, and we've consolidated in this uh, the second until the second international break. So yeah, hopefully we can just push on and keep that momentum going up to the third. Um, and just one more thing. I know hate cricket, but I love rugby. I'll leave it there. Okay. And um, on that uh, note, we will say a big thank you to everyone for joining. Do hit the like button before you go. Thank you for joining on the audio feed as well. And do remember the live preview show will be on Wednesday uh, this week. Another bunch of five games. Lots of talk of eight, 10, 11, 12 points. Guys, Craig, David, we'll do this again in the next international break. Am I going to be a it's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Apologising to one or both of you once again. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.